You got your coffee? I have some wine. Uh, shut up. <laughs> I don't like how the tables have turned here. <laughs> Go team mom. Go team mom. <laughs> oh, Fine. How are you, I have, honey bunny? I have coffee. So I know. So well it's eleven AM of course. So I'm winning. Coffee. Okay. Yeah. Actually I win you this are. game. You actually are. Yes. Yeah. You are. Yes. Fine, fine. The fine, name fine, of fine, every fine. game I play, Nikki wins. Yes, I know. Nikki wins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think you're deluded, but okay, fine. We go with that. So my anyway, track how record are you speaks other, for itself. Other than being delusional and caffeined, how are you? Um, good. Finally Plague getting list. over the cold that never ends. Um and yeah, overall good. Yay. Yeah. Uh, nice to know. How about you? How are you? I I'm still here. <laughs> That's You're all just I have keeping to say on, about aren't that you? forest. <laughs> <laughs> still here. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Still here. <laughs> just the way that you said that when you were like forest, just- it just reminded <laughs> me of this thing that James was watching yesterday. Um, so oh, my God, husband no. has been homesick because we've all had a plague um, <laughs> upon our house. But, but it's plague light. <laughs> this is plague light. This is not the no, real this, honest to God well, plague. It, it's this not is, the plague, but it is no, a it's, plague and it is but it's, nasty. But it's, it's plague light. It's <laughs> and, not. Anyway, he finally mustered up the energy to leave his bed and <laughs> made it to the couch yesterday to watch a a television show or something and i walked in and he's watching this like um i don't even know what it's it's like this show about aliens i don't know what it is but there's just this guy standing there and he's like it shows his face and then underneath him it's like alien abductee (laughs) (laughs) he was like I was standing outside and this thing came down at a 18 to 45 degree angle. Did it probe him? That's exactly the joke (laughs) I made. I was like, James, James, did it go up his anal cavity? Was he probed? And then and then later on in this documentary, I'm using that word very loosely here. The guy was like he was like, this has left me with no trust of our US America government. (laughs) I was like, what the I would go more with with universal, but okay. (laughs) Why does this person have a platform? Oh, Why am I God. able I'll to just... see them on Disney Plus? It, because for the, for the exact same reason that the other day I had watched a preseason football game or was oh. getting ready to watch a preseason football game. I miss But before, well, it's just preseason doesn't count. But yeah. anyway, before the game came on, it was on Espen. And of course, they're showing all the different sporting things. 
And honest to God, they were airing, and, and they must air this because there are people who watch it, the National Cornhole Tossing Championships. Cornhole Tossing. I... Mother, I, it, can yes, I just, well, it was, that was, that is was another name is for a butthole. For, yes, that's, <laughs> I have had this, this same conversation with multiple people just, who, who talk about this game and I go, could you not, could, could you call it beanbag tossing or something? I mean, at least that's not that much better because but that's it's just ball least, sack. Right. But it's slightly removed from the anus. So, okay. You know, oh my gosh, it's a little oh, better. Only by a tiny bit. Okay, um, but it sounds better. But oh my, my child but, yeah, no. accidentally told one of his friends in the car the other day that um he used to live in his dad's balls. Oh no. This was news to the other child. Oh no. And then I had to have this awkward conversation when I dropped the the friend off at home mm-hmm. where I said, So slightly awkward conversation in the back of the car today. Um, my son told your son that both of them would have lived in their respective father's balls. <laughs> How like, did the parental have, unit respond? <laughs> have fun with that one. <laughs> yes. was, was this the father of the friend? No, no, it was it was the mother. And thankfully I'm friends oh, with no. her and she was all good about it. But she was like, oh, my gosh. She was like, oh. None of our kids know anything about that. I guess we should probably think about telling them about that. And I was like, oh no, my child. Never mind, they've only... already know. <laughs> like, He's told them everything. They I was like, know. he only knows because sometimes if he accidentally kicks or hits his dad in the balls, we tell him to watch out because that was his first home. <laughs> you don't want to burn your house down. Well, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, oh, we haven't done God. the thing. Welcome back to Yeah, That Happened. Oh, yes, welcome back. Oh, my God. One Where day we make we fun will... of alien abductees and ball sacks. <laughs> and ball sacks. And ridiculous There's... sporting events. <laughs> but there is a ridiculous amount of ball talk on this podcast. With good reason. <laughs> I mean... Oh, I wore... I wore I wore my my jersey that you gave me for Christmas from Wine and Crime. Your fucking patriarchy one. That's the one I wore. That one. I love it. When Where did you I, wear it? When I went down to uh, the Greenbrier River with my sister and her friends. Amazing. All love it? of her her friends. Absolutely, they all want one. They all are dying for them, and I kept. I, I mean, I was it. plugging the wine and crime girls so hard. I was like, "Go there!" It's okay, well, like it's they're perfect. doing fine. They don't need our help. Okay, yeah, <laughs> they're know, good. But, yeah, but still, <laughs> but they are amazing. <laughs> they are amazing, almost as amazing as my skeptical sister. Oh, nice way to bring that in there. Yeah, wasn't so, that cool? That was so funny. So I have been listening to them since they started, but I've kind of, I've missed episodes here and there just because of like work and stuff. I haven't always had a lot of time to listen. And so I was catching up on episodes that I've missed and they talked about us and I screamed. I I was making dinner in the kitchen and I screamed (laughs) (laughs) and my family 
thought something was wrong and I was like oh my god oh my god really bad well what was really bad was based upon where I am at the moment oh yeah when you're I, staying so for people that don't know my mother's oh, staying with her parents and she can't swear well I can but I limit my vocabulary strongly here um and it and but when I did see that when I heard that I was like oh my and I came so close <laughs> to letting out a really loud fucking god <laughs> I was like you know I was I was on the front porch of this of their home and they live in this nice quiet little suburb and I was like oh god oh thank god it didn't come out because I'm sure that all the neighbors would have heard it and wondered. They would have. <laughs> they would have told on have, you. Well, no, narcs. it was worse than. It would have been. Has she killed them? I thought she was here to look after them. Has she killed them? That's. that's <laughs> was that the, the, death the cover now? story? <laughs> yeah. oh, God. It's always so the bad. caretaker. Yeah. yeah, I can see why. <laughs> that's so bad god that's awful that was awful i'm gonna have to come and save them from you are you gonna do this or are we just gonna sit here and (laughs) talk about other random shit (laughs) this is what we do um yes so it is my time it's the second of september but for you it's the first which means that we're a month into official spooky season by my count but Everyone else is celebrating it today, so whatever. They're just like, yeah, well, no, we're there. We are. We are there. there. So we are there. Okay. Oh, 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 oh! But I have really big news for you too. Before we start, are you, are you okay? Guess guess where I'm gonna go for a birthday trip this year? Salem. Yes. <gasps> Actually. Yep, we're going up. Fuck off, uh, no. The, the first week of October, we're going to go up. I am so yep. jealous. I know. So they'll teach you not to come and rescue me. <laughs> I'll come and take your place. Fine, dude. For that trip it only. <laughs> no, 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 no. You sign up for one. I usually know. Come and all. take my dad's place and come along with you. What are you going to do there? Are you going to do spooky things? Or are you going to go and do like nighttime I don't tours? Have any idea? Oh my gosh! I I'm, just <gasps> I'm so excited for you. I know, I know, I know. I really want to take my laptop and and all this crap so that I can we can do a podcast while I'm in Salem. <laughs> I would love that is a thing that. that's going to happen. You're, you're that doing would that. Be so cool. We are doing that. I Absolutely. It'll have to be a witchy woman and you'll have to do it. Mm. Okay, I'll have to find one undocumented, really bizarre one. And I'm pretty sure I'll be in the home of that, so I could probably find that. You'll be fine. I think so. Where are you staying? Is it haunted? <gasps> I, no, I no, 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 no. No, we're going to stay with a friend of ours in Nashua and drive out to Salem and spend time there. Is their house haunted? Probably, knowing them. 
because that's what we're talking about today. We are. And we are definitely. We're, we're doing that. <laughs> Haunted houses. So, me, me oh, or my you. God. I'm so jealous about Salem. I just want to talk about that. But people would turn off if they haven't already. So, oh, my God. Yeah. I know. I just had to tell you before <laughs> I forgot. I'm so jealous. I cannot believe it. Oh, my gosh. You're actually turning a little bit green. Oh, shut it. <laughs> that could just be the stomach bug the rest of my family. Well, just what I'm saying. I mean, it could be one or <laughs> just there's a little, little, little tinge. <laughs> uh, nobody else can see this, but I'm giving you the finger. <laughs> yeah, I know. But they can feel it. <laughs> the finger is strong in this one. No, the finger hold is on. strong. No, no, don't, don't say don't, that. No, that's not. No, that's let's, not, let's not do that. Let's not do that. We're not that kind of podcast. <laughs> no, no, we're not. Not with my mother anyway. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, haunted houses. Right. Do you want to go? Because yes. I really want to hear what you have to say. Okay, well. My one is is interesting. Um, it's since I am where I am, I decided to pay tribute. <laughs> and there is a place here that I had never in my life heard of called the Haymond House. Haymond? Haymond. H-A-M-O-N-D. Haymond. Okay. So it's in Sutton, West Virginia which is in Braxton County, which is rather northeast of where I currently am. Um, but it's also home to the, and I'm not even kidding here, <clears throat> Braxton County Monster. I, is this a person or a cryptid? Well, it's for another day and an, or another podcast. I, yeah. I yeah. Do you, are, are you <laughs> you're just gonna drop that there and walk away? Oh yeah. Is that what I'm this is? Gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna leave it there so you can wonder about it. <laughs> but there is gonna, a Braxton County monster. I might but, just Google this while you're talking. <laughs> of course you will. <laughs> so anyway, in Sutton, West Virginia, there's a very large Queen Anne style home built by William Edgar Haymond, a noted Braxton County prosecuting attorney. And he had this home built in 1894. It was very fancy schmancy for its time. Ooh. It had indoor plumbing and toilets. Indoor plumbing? Mm-hmm. And toilets in 1894. And toilets! Actually, in 1894, that was probably really... It was quite, really. And quite fancy. It was fancy schmancy. And apparently the houses kept some of the spirits of its residents as souvenirs <laughs> the house has kept it or the spirits have chosen Parrot, to stay no, i don't i'm gonna go with maybe the house i'm not sure oh i like it anthropomorphizing so, I mean, a house this is it could be i i had a really hard time deconfoculating the story of this place <laughs> deconfoculating <laughs> okay I, I found the names of two of the ghosts okay. and possibly a third. But as to why the house has held onto these people 
can't come up with any decent ideas. Not even the homeowners have any decent ideas. There are interviews with them and they say, yeah, we don't know. They're just here. Uh, <laughs> but, okay. but what do they do? Well, How many are there? Been, there's been many paranormal groups and psychics that psychics that have visited and stayed and studied big air quotes there again, the place. In fact, <laughs> it is featured. Well, I mean, it's, you know, in fact, it is featured on, and apparently this is the real thing. The West Virginia paranormal circuit. I There's a circuit. There's apparently a paranormal circuit here. I was unaware. And it includes. Can you the, join it? Oh my gosh. <gasps> the cryptids Mother, are part of this. Can you be a paranormal investigator? I don't know. I may volunteer my time and <gasps> services. I'm not a real should. paranormal investigator, but I play one on a podcast. <laughs> I think you should. Just don't tell them that you're skeptical. Oh, I will. Yeah. Well, I think that'll be obvious within five minutes. But. <laughs> anyway there there's a youtube channel site whatever it's called called forgotten relics whose season one episode three is all about capturing evidence of these spirits in the house and i actually watched part of this i didn't finish the whole thing and it's is it better than zach baggins it's does um, the host have more muscles than zach baggins i think the host makes a little more sense than zach baggins but then a again. rock would make more sense than Zach Baggins. Okay, so there we go. We I don't even think that's how feelings. you say his name. I think it's actually Baggins, but fuck him. Yeah, well, again, we all know my feelings <laughs> on this. Uh, but there's Could it be that this no. is real? <laughs> no, that's the answer. The answer is always no. <laughs> There's a website to book in to visit the house, and apparently during October, it is a must-do if you're in Sutton. And, well, that and the monster, but <laughs> so the ghosts. <laughs> the common Tell me about them. Is that two mm-hmm. of the ghosts are of Haman's wives, Emma and Ethel, Ethel. both of whom died in the yeah, both of whom died in the house. I feel like Emma that's a name in, just right for a comeback. Oh, it is. Emma died in 1907 at the ripe old age of 43. And yes, I've checked and I've checked her obituary. There's no cause of death mentioned. Oh, he killed her. Buried in the Sutton Cemetery. Could be. A thousand percent. He did it. And then he stood outside and went, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Or no, oh my fucking God. And the neighbors were like, well, I, I guess. Something happened to Emma. Something happened. (laughs) (laughs) Ethel, however, did live to be 61. Oh. She died in 1932 and no hint of foul play there either. Which No hint of foul play or no cause of death listed. Well, neither of the above. Um, But you have to remember, this guy was also the prosecuting attorney in Braxton County. So he killed Mm. both of them. I probably, but you know, Mm. there's no proof. Mm But both of these spirits are supposed to be benevolent. Bullshit. So, uh, yeah, take a hint, Phil. Benevolence is good. Don't we will talk about Phil later, okay? <laughs> Most of what I'm, I'm 
about to tell you now comes from the historical and paranormal, I love this title, the historical and paranormal research specialist, the spectral research and investigations out of Huntington, West Virginia. How do I join? I'm going to find out. I haven't, but I am going to find out. Um, Anyway, their article, Nights on the Elk River, the Haymond House. That's where most of this comes from. So So is this house on the Elk River? Could it actually just be chemical residue causing hallucinations? I don't think so, because I don't think the elk runs that far up into Braxton County, but it very well could. I honestly, who knows? Okay. Could be any number of things. It could they could be being <clears throat> inhabited by the monster. I don't know. I really uh, hope that's the answer. <laughs> I do too. I need so that fabulous. to be. I need I that to too. be what's happening here. So there are eyewitness accounts of disembodied voices, black masses, and no, not that kind of black masses. No demons like, are summoned. Like no. like as far, um as far like as like shadow tell, people right? like like black clouds. I, I think that's. Yes, I think that's what they're talking about. So there is a dominant, and I'm using their terminology here, male spirit. The usual doors opening, shutting on their own. Uh, A female spirit appearing next to bed. Sounds of long skirts rustling as if someone's coming up and down stairs. Your standard ghost Uh, bear, right? Yeah, chairs rocking upstairs, furniture moving, footsteps coming from what was once Mr. Heyman's office on the third floor. But a Apparently, the people from the SRI, I always want to say, it just sounds like CSI, just sounds so. I was thinking, so isn't there like very... a medicine, like an SSRI or something, like a heart medication? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, these guys set up some cameras, kind of like the Ding Dong Zach did. And the cameras caught a small childlike shadow, which may be the third ghost. I don't like that. The Haymans had a granddaughter named Betty that was listed at living as living at the house at the time of her death when she was eight years old. So nobody knows. There's absolutely there's nothing to tells you how Betty died or anything, but that was where she was listed as living, according to the census. So, you know, okay. it's it's all kind of wonky to me, but there's nothing that proves one way or the other. <laughs> It's all kind the of best des- everything it is okay to you. It is the best description in the article, however, was toward the end of it when the author actually said the Haymond is comfortable and has a haunted Airbnb vibe. <laughs> so I guess but it's really damn it, great. now I want to stay there. Yeah, it's got great appeal for the Next Gen Mystery Inc. members. I mean, I think they would really dig going to a, <laughs> a cool haunted house. I'm kind of <laughs> in. Yeah. Okay, well, the current owners actually bought the house with the intention of turning it into a B&B back in 2018. And while the husband was working on a hot water tank in the basement, he spotted a flickering oval-shaped orb about five inches long. Um, he has, don't even make the joke because I had the same thought. Everyone had the not, same thought. The same other. thought. It was a collective. Um, he said it was he, five inches long, so it was probably more like an inch and a half. Inch and a half. Yeah, right. Um, a little he toad has spent, He has not spent a night in the house, apparently. What? He, he'll come in and help work on the house, but he is apparently. He just noped out. Sleep, will, 
he just noped the fuck out. Yes. He no. He is not staying there. Too creepy. The green room in the upstairs section has has apparently had a four foot high gray fog that moves across from the bathroom to the fireplace. No one's in the loo. There were no odors. So do they have carbon monoxide detectors? I do not know, but <laughs> Mr. Heyman, apparently the 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 original builder of the house. Apparently takes requests. If you have equipment <laughs> and want him to acknowledge his presence, he will comply. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you do see that on, you know, like, yeah. paranormal shows and yeah. stuff where they're like, if yeah. you are here, turn if my flashlight you, on or off. That was it. This was the, you turn the light red. Insta- it was green. Turn it red. And, of course, the oh, light yeah. went red. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, now for the creepy shit. Some Ooh, paranormal inve- the paranormal investigators who have stayed at the hangman have reported the following loud screams from a woman captured on four of the cap- cameras set up in the house. Oh Some my psychics have reportedly felt the energy of a mentally challenged spirit. Well, that's just that- mean. Yeah, but since that a death occurred in the servant stairwell by hanging or strangulation. And another psychic, I don't know, but another psychic has said that there is a letter hidden somewhere in the house that will offer more information on the hauntings. No one's found the letter that I I can find. Legitimately, I would be opening up every single wall. Well, in that, I know, but apparently the, the current owners have restored it meticulously as, you know, everything that they have done has been meticulous and true to the. It's, During it's daylight hours only. Only, right. Well, but apparently uh, the, the little ghosties are not picky about day or night. Okay. Apparently they, they, you know, get your attention during the day if you're there as well. Do you know what though? Like. I know that like we talk about Phil and shit and it's like a little bit of a joke, but everything that's happened here, most of it has been during the day. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I don't know, but it was just very, I, I'm not sure what I make of it. And when you watch these, the YouTube videos and when you see the, the current owners talking, that's like, ah. I don't know. Like, I mean, there could be something to it. Yeah. Like, did they I mean, buy it to make going... a buck? Or is this a legitimate, like, we bought this house, oh shit, it's haunted? Yeah. Well, and that's the whole thing. I mean, you know, and again, you know, I may decide I want to get it to be a, a licensed paranormal investigator. I want to know what the licensing have... process is. <laughs> I think I think to my take abnormalities a can be licensed. You to try to drive an EMF detector or something. I, like what? As long as they don't make me watch that Zach Baggins person for any length of time, I'm, I think I that is that, how you qualify. Is you say that and people no. go, you know what? Here's your license. Okay, well, that might work because yeah, no, I can't. Just no, I I did it that one time. That's it. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is that is a definite. I, there are some things in this world I draw the line at, and that's and one that, of them. That's yeah, it. No, that, that that's is one of, them. That's okay. one of them. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's a that's a definite line. <laughs> I I get it. So, do you, do you actually believe that this is possible thing? Well, look, like I like to think that I'm generally as like a base level, I am skeptical. 
But then stuff happened in my house Mm -hmm. that I legitimately don't have an explanation for. Mm -hmm. And like, I thought it was a squatter, (laughs) but but it wasn't. I still think, I still think it is. I think Phil is is a squatter. I really do. But there was no way for like, it's actually impossible. And I checked the attic. You did. (laughs) I I did. I did. Because I was like, is that what's happening? Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. Maybe. I just want to know think what happened to the wives. Homeboy definitely killed his wives, and they're probably well. That's hanging I, I, around. I want to know what I want to know what happened to the wives. We're and here, like slandering a, this man. He could have been in two I, very loving relationships. He could have been, but he's, he's probably had nothing so to do with them dying. I mean, probably, but <laughs> this poor guy. I, I mean, I should I, never I, say I, that. There's no real poor guy. I I I, I want to find the. I want to find the letter. Well, you if know the, what you have to do. Is, I, you yeah, have I to join to the, the. I have to make application to SRI. I know. Yep. I'll put that on my to-do list. It's, it's going to get long. <laughs> it's going to get very long. The next time I come for a visit, we are going to this place. Can you book an overnight oh. stay? Oh, yeah. <gasps> yeah. We're doing it. Yep. They can, you can rent it out for up to three, up to 10 people at a time. And, and of course, I mean, they, they do all of these tours and overnight stays and eight or well, eight until four in the morning stays and all this other fun stuff. I mean, they they have a website. You'll have to put the website up on the, the Facebook page or something, but Amazing. yeah. Okay. They legit have a website. Okay. Are we going to switch over to the next meeting to make a seamless transition? Because now that you've said that, it's definitely how it's going to go. Yep. Let's. Okay. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's almost two minutes. So. Yeah. We're good. We're good. All right. So. Okay. Let's do that. We'll take a little break and be right back. This is where if we had sponsors, we would put an ad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't have sponsors other than while we're here, coffee. give us a review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> there you go, so we can get sponsors so we can do this properly. That would be awesome. Do it, that would be helpful. That would be helpful. <laughs> okay, okay. Hello, hello, we're back. And- <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that seamless? That was so seamless. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Once you spend 12 hours editing, it'll be seamless. It'll be fine. (laughs) It'll be fine. It won't won't be seamless. Spoiler alert. (laughs) It's going to be rough. There's a lot of that in our lives, aren't there? It's fine. It's fine. Okay. I'll start singing. Okay. Tell me yours. Okay. So. This one freaks me out. Yeah, you keep telling me this legit freaks you out. It does. So, 508 North 2nd Street in Atchison, Kansas, probably Mm -hmm. bears most of the responsibility for this podcast, if we're being honest. It legit sparked my spooky obsession. 
So I remember as a kid in the 90s, not to date myself here, um, watching TV and I must have either been up late or at somebody else's house and I saw this program that I definitely shouldn't have. Um, was called Sightings. Oh, I remember when that was on. Oh, yeah, that was gross. You it was gross. Supposed, well, you were not supposed to be. That was just. This was, was the, the era of me being scared of just the opening sequence of Are You Afraid of the Dark? I mean, but. <laughs> and it, I it, watched that was, this fucking show. This was like the Kardashians of, of spookiness. I mean, it, it no. was just. Yuck. No. Oh. Old oh, mate Zachy B is the Kardashians of this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Spooky that's business. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's well. This that's program the was day. great. Yeah. Did it, it was, have William? Sh- was it William Shatner? <laughs> no, I think he did a no. different one. He no, did. he. It he wasn't. It. it wasn't Shatner. But Your dad actually found the old Shatner one on on one of the oh the my god television things. It? Yes, he did. I love. I it. walked in the bedroom the other night and I heard William Shatner talking about this. Some I can't even remember now. Something ridiculous, but something I knew immediately ridiculous. It just it was something ridiculous, but it could be bones <laughs> if you would just you know <laughs> bones. <laughs> in Damn the walls. It, Jim, I'm a I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damn it, God. Jim, I'm a ghost. <laughs> um anyway. Somehow... <laughs> Knew it would happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh. Dying. My father set up a microphone stand for you so that you'd have a stable surface and you went and (laughs) destabilized it. It just hit her in the face. (laughs) Oh God, I just destabilized. You how did that even happen? I don't know, probably because I just just Jim, <laughs> I'm a podcaster, not an electrician. <laughs> Clearly, neither is my father. <laughs> no, his his design was good. It was it was my leg that it was wasn't. your it was your execution. It was my execution that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, back to your house. Anyway, yes. I'm a tiny yes. wee child in the '90s, and I see this program called Sightings, and in mm-hmm. it. They were like, I can still see this episode in my little brain. They were in this house discussing all the things that had happened. And it's like this like core memory. I remember being scared shitless, but also like fascinated. Like I needed to know more, but these were like the days before you could perform the Google. So I never found out more. And I actually pretty much... Like, I kind of forgot about it, but I kind of didn't. It would be one of those things that sometimes I'd be like, oh, that's right. I wish I could remember what that show was so I could find it and Mm -hmm. find out what that was all about. But Mm -hmm. um, I never remembered. And then I was catching up on Astonishing Legends. And Mm -hmm. I heard this episode and it took me 
back. And I was like, holy shit, that's the place. Mm-hmm. Um, so this house is known as the Sally House. And okay. it is one of the most haunted houses in the country, even though literally every town in America claims to have the most haunted house in the country. Yes. Everywhere is the most haunted. Ev- yeah, George Washington slept there. Yeah, Robert Burns slept there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. <laughs> when you said Robert Burns, my brain, mm-hmm. again, child of the 90s, I immediately pictured Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. No, not that one. <laughs> I, was, I was like, no, this, the, uh-huh, no, okay. No. no, no, this is in Scotland where Robert Burns slept here. Yeah, yeah. everywhere. He slept everywhere slept around did he did slept with everyone too apparently yeah. who knows that was my double entendre uh, i don't know if you caught it and it was the yeah, double yes uh, it was yeah um anyway <laughs> built in the 1800s by the finney family the sally house <laughs> are you gonna make fun of the surname right now i was just thinking albert <laughs> albert finney who is that? How do I know that name? He's an actor. Albert Fenney did he did one of the Scrooges one time. He's oh, is he great the Scrooge? No, he's not from the, my childhood. No, 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 no not that Michael Caine. Uh, no, original though one was the one you you really liked. But Albert Fenney did uh, the it was the musical Scrooge, and yeah. You would have Amazing. seen it a lot when you were a kid, too. But, yeah, that I'm was sure the first I thing I thought of was <laughs> Albert Finney. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it's not his family. No, this was where Dr. Charles Finney lived. Now, I Googled him, and it turns out that the person who's responsible for Presbyterianism was also called Charles Finney. So <laughs> it got Boy, confusing. This is, not, for. this is not that Charles Finney. This is a different Charles Finney. A different Charles Finney. Um, Anyway, he practiced medicine in the bottom floor of this house. And like most small towns and television shows would have you believe, the town had a doctor, just the Mm -hmm. one. And if you were Mm -hmm. sick, you'd just roll up to their house, knock on the door, and hope he wasn't the goat ball doctor. <laughs> I was just what, thinking about him. <laughs> like, no, I knew, I knew. <laughs> did, he get, um, did he get his licensing from the same place? Oh, I really, I don't. Hmm, I was going to say I don't think so. I think this guy was legit, but then you hear what the story is, and you're like, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. So, a couple fun facts here. Charles had been a competitive figure skater. <laughs> And even competed dressed as a woman named Miss Colby of Baltimore. (laughs) He was so good at figure skating that when they eventually held a competition in Atchison, I I was unaware that figure skating was so big in Atchison, Kansas, but it is. There was an ad put in the local newspaper saying that any man of, you know, ability was free to compete except Charles Finney. (laughs) They were like, not you. Fuck off. (laughs) 
Um, I don't know if he did something to upset someone or if it was just because nobody else would have a chance. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, specifically excluding him from competing. Figure skating. Uh Uh-huh. He was also briefly the mayor of Atchison. (laughs) Sorry. Well. He was prolific. what, What was... What was was Miss What's Her Face from Baltimore a mare ass at one time? <laughs> I don't know, man. But <laughs> back to this horrifying story. No, this, history it's not horrible of enough already. This piece of land and the houses on it. Okay. So Dr. Finney's father, Michael. There's gonna be a lot of names right here. I feel like you need like a board with some red string <laughs> lots of post-it this notes one, some diagrams we need, we, need, we need a murder board is that we do i could do with is a murder that what you're board. saying yeah yes both yeah. to keep okay. track and potentially as inspiration well okay <laughs> hashtag god. inspo oh god pinterest <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, so Charles, Dr. Finney, his father, Michael, had been the one to commission the house being built. And he also lived there, along with, like, everybody else in his family. Everyone. Um, Mm -hmm. So eventually, Michael, the father, died in the house. The neighboring house, so the neighboring house on the same sort of piece of land, like a little Finney family commune what is also owned by the Finney family. Um, This one being Charles's brother, James. So eventually that house was passed down to a woman called Joanna Barnes. It's unclear whether she was a relative or whether, you know, why it was passed down to her. But anyway, it was. Um, She was a divorced mother of three and apparently had another on the way. But... It wasn't all peachy because she was supposedly insane and had spent quite a lot of time in asylums and that sort of thing, um, which I'm sure was a very positive experience. I'm sure it really helped her to heal. I'm except it didn't because she attempted suicide in the house by turning on the gas in one of the bedrooms and taking a nap with her six-year-old son. Oh. Um, Which is super gross. And I didn't even, I didn't want to include that, but I kind of had to. He died, but she survived. Which is just the most unfair and yuck. Um, So back in the home that became the Sally house, Michael's youngest son, Edwin, also died in the house. In September of 1874, he was quite young. His daughter, Agnes, also lived in the house with her husband, William True. William died in the house after having a stroke. Then Michael's widow, Kate, died in the house. And then Agnes died in the house in 1939. Good grief. All of this is just to say that like a shit ton of people died in and around this house. Is anyone sensing a theme here? Just a little bit. Like, it's almost as though every single person alive eventually dies. Weird. And they have to do it somewhere. 
but if they're all living in the same house, that's... I think the thing is that they lived there from the 18-somethings to the 1940s. Okay. And didn't go anywhere else. So, of course, they're going to die. So, that, that would kill you. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Ech. Oh, also, okay. fun fact, Atchison, Kansas is the home of Amelia Earhart. Mm. And the town itself the, is super duper fucking haunted. Well, it's Atchison, Topeka Railway also. I think that was one of the big railroad companies back in the day. You know more about this than I do. No, I don't. I just remember <laughs> that name from history. <laughs> okay. <laughs> many, many, many years ago. Okay. So, all right. From so your we childhood. Yes, from back in the day, you know, when <laughs> me and the dinosaurs were looking at them building a railroad. Uh, yeah, you were there when the railroad came through. No, I, I, that was it. So we've got a gazillion million people dying in this house. Yeah. So like, Okay. <laughs> when I was a kid, I there's this family that I stayed, that I like used to go visit every summer when I'd stay at my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. And my friend, her sister, told told us once that if someone dies in a room, it has to be painted yellow. <laughs> and I think that she did that because one of the rooms in their house was was yellow and she did it just to uh, scare us. Oh, just to mess with you guys. Oh. Just to fuck with us. But for years, and I mean years, I was unreasonably terrified of yellow rooms. <laughs> like if somebody like even cream paint anything that had even the tiniest sheen of yellow i'd be like i'm not going in there somebody's <laughs> died in that room i'm not going in uh-uh <laughs> you're not getting me <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna be next <laughs> <laughs> there's a pattern <laughs> exactly <laughs> so oh, just like an insight into my neuroses as a child i would watch sightings but not walk into a yellow room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. I am well. Because yeah. that's perfectly normal. Yes. <laughs> what is normal oh, anyway? Yeah, all that question <laughs> for the ages, my friends. Oh, Even yeah. now, I sometimes like associate those two things. And so when oh, I'm- my God. You painted your door yellow. Yeah, but I did that after the Phil thing started. So that's not why he's here. And that's more sunshine yellow. But maybe he was drawn to it. But he was already to stay here. there. I know, but, but then you painted it yellow. And maybe it was the yellow like, trapped okay, him in. Yeah. Okay, Phil, this is your new home. Well, Phil better you know? start doing some chores and paying rent. I'm just I'm sick of his shit. Um <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, okay, so we, when I, when I was, of people died here. <laughs> when I was writing this, I just kept picturing every room being yellow. <laughs> just because it just brought back that like idea of like dead people mean a yellow room. <laughs> oh god. Oh. God. (laughs) 
So I don't know, maybe it's just the nostalgia. This whole thing brought back a lot of childhood memories. Or nightmares. <laughs> I prefer to call them memories. Okay. All right, now, take the high road. The reason that jo- Dr. Charles Finney is so important here, and the reason that I brought him up in the first place, is that his medical practice is what kind of kicked off this whole thing, supposedly. Okay. So the story goes with a gigantic boulder of salt here, okay? Mm-hmm. That at some stage, the neighbor had a daughter. This daughter was called Sally. And she woke in the night with horrible abdominal pain. Her mother okay. rushed her next door to Dr. Finney, who diagnosed the girl with appendicitis. Right. Now, he knew that he needed to operate and fast because mm-hmm. appendixes, they just pop on you sometimes like a pimple. Mm-hmm. And they just spew basically shit Yuck. through your insides. So not that you speak from personal experience or well, anything, but mine mine didn't rupture it, like it would have if they didn't get yeah. there quick. But yeah. Um, so he realized that he needed to like sort this shit out. Literally. And <laughs> actually. Um, however, she died on the operating table. The more dramatic retellings of this story say that the anesthesia hadn't kicked in and she was awake and felt everything and that her last moments were her feeling (sighs) like she was being tortured by this man and that's why now the spirit that claims to be Sally targets men. It's bullshit. Okay. But whatever, that's what the stories say. It's fine. But here's the thing. Like, there's no record of this girl. There's no record of there being a Sally that died in the house or around the house there is a sally who lived in the house in the 1940s but she didn't die there and she lived a very long life that went well past when this haunting was being reported at first so it's not her (laughs) right and that's the only sally anyone well what about the mother did is there any record of the mother um, well, she's never given a name in the story. Oh, okay. That's what I was wondering. So, so it's, it's just, yeah, it's... I think it's just a story made up because whatever is in this house presents as a little girl and they know that it was once a doctor's office. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So they're trying to give a name and a face to the Backfill entity. the story, basically. Right. There you go. Like yeah, it was once it. a doctor's office. It makes sense that people mm-hmm. died here. Maybe Sally's a patient that died here. And okay. I don't think Sally so just... was ever a person. Let's just be real okay. clear about that. <laughs> so they're fluffing it. Got it. Yeah. But um, eventually the family, they all died in the house. So it had to go on to someone else number of families lived there the humbard family who lived there in the ni- in 1990 sorry i was going to say in the 1990s but no the year 1990 said that their daughter had an imaginary friend named sally who she used to oh, talk dear. to while they lived in the house and i think that this is the family that owned the house and rented it to the next family okay so the next family is Tony and Deborah Pickman. 
who lived there in 1992, along with their son, who was a newborn at the time. So they were renting. Sorry, I've still got a little like lingering cough. So the Pickmans noticed little things at first. The dog would sit outside of one of the bedrooms and whine and bark and growl. Usually the oh. nursery. Oh. Um, yeah. Cold spots in the house. Uh, did you just open a beer? No, it's a, ouch, fizzy water. Sorry. <laughs> See, okay. Fizzy water. Okay. I was like, mother. <laughs> no, no. Oh my God. Fizzy water. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Um, oh, trust me, if it were beer, this would be going a lot better. <laughs> anyway. So, I mean, we, all right. So we've got cold spots, mm-hmm. hot spots, dogs howling. Yeah. Um, we've got appliances that turned off and on of their own volition. Will. Yeah. Um, but are oh. there any potatoes dropping from the ceiling? <laughs> no, but the pictures on their wall would turn upside down. Ah, what about holy water being thrown across the room? None of that? None of that. None of that. No popper <sighs> business. Man. Then one day they found all of their, again, very small infant son's teddy bears that were in his room on the floor oh. in a perfect circle. Like all sitting up next to each other in a circle. Okay, yeah, no, now we're heading into creepy land. Oh, because we weren't there. The house is yeah, painted yellow. Of- There's people dying everywhere. <laughs> no, the rest of it I can rational. Uh, William Shatner's in the background. That That's where us just started losing it. And then the teddy bears, <laughs> the teddy bears picnic yeah. thing. It was just a little much. Yeah. Okay. So they realized that like a lot of activities seemed to be centered around the nursery. They didn't feel comfortable there. So they moved him out of the room. And they actually uh-huh. shut the door. They they kept the door shut. They didn't go in there. They left it. Right. They were like, cool, we just, we don't live in there anymore. What uh-huh. ifs? But after a while, one of their neighbors brought up in conversation that, you know, like, your baby would probably sleep better at night if you kept his light off. And oh, my God. Deborah was obviously confused about this. She explained that the light was never on. So it's unsure if she... they don't use that room. <laughs> yeah, they don't even go in yeah, there. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. unsure if um, she mentioned that they weren't using the room. But the neighbor said that every night they saw the light flick on and stay on all night. And then it, at some stage, I guess, during the day, it would be turned off. But it would go from a dark room when the sun went down to at some stage during the night it would turn on faulty is, wiring well that's i feel like a lot of these things could be explained by faulty wiring there's like things that i didn't mention like knocking sounds but yeah, i the feel typical like ghostly things yeah. i feel like that could be explained by a furnace and a lot of stuff by faulty wiring, yeah, the, by a dog being bear. a little bit freaked out about, yeah. you know, the teddy bear's a picnic child. thing is uh, is bothering me. That's the thing that got me too. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> Tony Pickman then says that he was in the kitchen one day and he turned around to see a little girl 
with a bow in her hair standing there. He, she just like disappeared as well. He later drew a picture of the girl he saw. And because of the Humbard family having had the imaginary friend called Sally, this is mm-hmm. what the Pickmans started calling their entity. And okay. yeah, yep, yep, yep. And the activity really escalated. Oh, sorry, I just dropped something. I was about to Google a picture of Sally for you. Let me show you this picture that he drew if I can find it. Well, so they just started, they just nicknamed her Sally because it was. Oh. Yeah. I'll put this oh. up on our Instagram. Oh yeah. Yeah, that you need look to at share those that. black eyes. God, no, I don't want to look at those eyes. She That's, looks no. cherubic. If demons could be cherubic, yes. <laughs> I think demons but, often masquerade as cherubic. But mm. that that could explain a lot because that oof. Yeah. Those big black, yeah, no. Uh-uh. Uh huh. Uh huh. So he saw this little girl, and he later like went on to draw a picture of her. Uh-huh. And they started calling their entity Sally. So the activity escalated. Before long, uh-huh. fires were breaking out in the house. Just out of nowhere, they'd just walk into a room and shit would be on fire. Because that's a normal thing to have happen. Again, okay. I think a lot of that could be electrical. Yeah, I mean. And you are looking at a house from the 1800s. So, right. So, you know, how good is your wiring, really? Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Um, And then Tony started being scratched. And that's the thing that I remember from this episode of Sightings that I definitely wasn't supposed to be watching. I remember watching this guy sitting in a chair talking to the crew and then he'd be like, oh, I can feel my skin burning like there's like this, I can feel it. And he'd like pull up his sleeve or pull up his top and these scratches would appear on him and they would be either welts or some of them were like deep enough that he was like bleeding. Like this wasn't like somehow faked. like. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then at one stage, I have seen this mentioned a few times. One of the scratches looked to be in the shape of an MC. Uh-huh. And so there was thoughts that that could be like an initial, like Michael, Charles, Finney or whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know about that. But I just remember seeing wow. this like footage of this guy talking to the crew, talking about how haunted his house is. And then like all these welts came up and they at one stage had him just sitting there topless talking to him. Mm-hmm. And they the scratches just kept coming. So from what I've gathered when I was listening to Astonishing Legends talk about this, um, they interviewed some of the family because they they're like fancy um mm-hmm. and had the the family said that the sightings crew had actually come on site like looking to debunk this yeah like they came in with a very skeptical point of view they were like hmm, we're gonna find out how you're faking it yeah and they found nothing like they walked away and were like 
this is scary and we're coming back. So I think that the Pikmins actually became maybe even series regulars. Yeah. Or were featured multiple times. I can't figure out how. Yeah, how you get I mean, outside. Yeah, I mean, outside of the door number two version of this. I can't. Well, that's the thing that gets me. Like, I can kind of, in my own head, debunk a lot of things by being like electrical fires. Your dog's just weirded out about your child because they're crying all the time. Old houses get cold. Right. But, but mm, this just freaks nah. me out a bit. Okay, that's no, I'm I'm with you there. That's mm-hmm. that's that's one for the books. Yep. Wow. Um, Does it get even more weird than that? At some stage, they had a medium come in, and oh, they of said, it "Got more weird." Of course, they said mm-hmm. that there was a little girl called Sally in the house. So that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty much just going to run down some of the activity now. So objects would go missing and turn up later. The family would often acknowledge and just be like, Sally, please return my fork, the remote mm-hmm. control, whatever. And then they'd find it shortly thereafter, which like I okay. lose shit all the time. Well, I mean, it's kind of like, Phil, would you close the door behind you? You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, But Tony was really the focus of all this activity. And he said that he thought it may be because Deborah really just accepted the presence and would talk to it and acknowledge that it was there where he wasn't really a believer in these things from what I've gathered. And he really didn't want to kind of acknowledge it at the start. Um, Mm -hmm. The activity was also seemingly centered around the nursery and the basement, which like objectively are the two scariest places in any house. In any house. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, Tony would recall a dream where he saw a girl, um, Sally, dragging him out of bed. And then when he woke up, there were burns in the shape of fingerprints on his arm is real weird really like it okay um he was often bruised and constantly felt like he was under attack but the final straw for the family came one day when tony was picked up and thrown when he was at the top of a staircase so they left the the wife was nowhere in the house (laughs) i don't know I mean, it's. I don't. I don't think that it was her picking him up and throwing him. Um, oh, I did, you never know. It depends I've on listened, how aggravating Tony had been. I've listened to some um, podcasts where they talk about like this one group that had an eight ball, like a magic eight ball, you know, that you ask questions, mm-hmm. um, right. and they had left it in the nursery, and then the whole group was downstairs in the kitchen and heard a thud, and the magic eight ball was suddenly at the bottom of the steps. Like it had been thrown oh. down the steps. Mm-hmm. So like stuff like that happens all the time. Balls yeah. will be rolled around. Objects will move. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, after the Pikmin's. Oh, no, sorry. I'm not to there yet. I'm one note up from there. So for what it's worth, Tony actually thought that the entity wasn't a little girl called Sally, but that it was potentially Joanna Barnes. Remember the lady okay. who yeah the the yeah who tried to kill herself but killed her son who died instead. by suicide yes 
Um, so he thought that it could potentially be her. Um, my take is that it was never a person to begin with, if it's real, because uh-huh. this is just gross. Yeah. Um, so after the Pikmins moved out, another person moved in who promptly painted a pentagram on the basement floor. <laughs> it's like, that's what you do. That's what you do. Um, <laughs> well, if you're here, I may as well summon you full tilt, right? Right. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to paint mean, just, this just, as you do. Just roll into it, you know? I'm sure okay. that helped things. I'm sure um, it did. <laughs> the marking's still there on the basement floor. They haven't been able to get it out, but probably because it was paint on a concrete floor. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say because it was blood. Oh. I'm unsure whether that would have made it cooler. Potentially. Potentially. In more recent years, (laughs) the home has been opened up to visitors. There have been videos showing things moving. Uh, People have had things thrown at them. Objects that were in one room appear on the other side of the house. Mm -hmm. Men are often scratched. The radio turns itself off and on. Voices can be heard both in real time, like, you know, as you're sitting there, Mm -hmm. and on recordings. Um, Mm -hmm. People sometimes feel something touching them. And, of course, the old mainstay of these sorts of things, electrical equipment will malfunction. Mm -hmm. TripAdvisor's full of reviews where people say that they've interacted with something in the house. Yeah. So the thing that got me mm-hmm. listening while I was listening to Astonishing Legends is that one of the hosts went into this house, a skeptic, and when you hear him talk about it, he says that it like changed him. Like the person he was before doesn't exist anymore. And the reason is this recording that they got. Mm-hmm. And like I've got goosebumps talking about like honestly well, what, goosebumps it just, oh, just, it creeps me come out. On. Um, well, we've got four minutes left on this, so I wonder if we just take a little break for a second, get a new meeting going, and then I can finish it. Okay, because you can't finish it that fast. No, and then we've got to do our after things, you know. Yeah, we got to do all that. Okay, so but, yeah, I'm still wanting to know what in the world. This is good. It's a cliffhanger. (gasps) Maybe I should have made it a (laughs) two-parter. No, it needs to be more menacing. Like, no, that's not it. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that the law and order sound? Yes, I think it is. The doink doink. Law and disorder. In the criminal justice system. (laughs) There are two sides. (laughs) God. The skeptics and door number two. (laughs) Which are you? Join (laughs) us in four minutes. I was going to say, you've gone to Shatner now. I know. (laughs) It's the circle of life, baby. Damn it, Jim. (laughs) I'm a doctor. Okay. Wow. And I take out appendixes. <laughs> Appendices. Appendix. Oh, hold on. Append an appendix. What is the plural? 
well, it's appendices in literary in like literary terms, terms so. yes, but not in like so anatomical bodily terms. We only have appendixes. One appendix. so yeah, but if you've you got a line of them on a shelf, like if you're keeping them in a jar, <laughs> then you're creepy and you probably are haunted by Sally. Creepy and jacuki. <laughs> All a little spooky. Uh, okay, Wednesday. <laughs> I know it's spooky season, but okay, okay. We're we're. I'm sure that was also a seamless. It was. Transition. It was completely. Just... Oh, <clears throat> so how are you feeling about this alley <coughs> house so far? What's your take? Ah. Oh. I don't know. I mean, is, I can't explain the scratching. I can't explain the teddy bear's picnic. I, the I, teddy bear's picnic is my favorite thing to call. I that. don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't like believing this stuff either. <laughs> I, know, I know. I'm. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the door number two. We know no. this. Fair enough. There, no. Wow. Maybe, maybe, <clears throat> maybe, maybe he was. Maybe somebody had poison oak in the air and poison oak in the air. Maybe they were waving poison oak around and he was. Re- Did, I don't know. Sorry, is poison oak? Oh, for the scratches. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I yeah. get it. I get it. Yeah, but some I mean, of them were bleeding, like not just like a little bit, but like like drips. Maybe, maybe he was a closet hemophiliac. i'm grasping i really am i'm grasping (laughs) you are you are when we last left off Mm -hmm. one of the astonishing legends hosts had been changed by the house shocked into a new level of consciousness as it were oh you could you could join them um anyway they went into the nursery and he said out loud, and they've, they've got like recordings of this. They had like a specific recorder that they had with them. He mm-hmm. said, if you have anything you want to say, I'm going to leave this room and I will leave my recorder going. And you can say it into this little microphone and we'll see if it picks anything up. I'll be gone for whatever amount of time, five mm-hmm. minutes or something, 15 minutes, something like a decent amount of time. Right. And so he did that and you hear him leave, you hear him open and shut the door and you hear nothing for a while. There's just nothing. And then at a certain stage, sort of part of the way through, there is this like noise and it goes mm-hmm. on for a while. And I don't know how to describe it. It's like screaming staticky noise and it's loud. Okay. Um, okay. And then you hear him outside the door, like it sort of stops. And then you, then you hear him outside the door and he's saying, I'm coming back in. And like, this spooks me so much. Um, so I listened to that episode and do you remember the day that I like called you? And I was like, I just need you to talk to me. I just, just talk to me. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's a, like, like I heard a weird sound in my house. Yeah. And I couldn't really describe it. I was like, it was like somebody whisper screaming. Yeah. At me, but it was like, I couldn't make out the words, but it was definitely words. And it was also slightly staticky. That is the sound. Like when I heard it on that recording, I was like, holy shit, this is the closest thing to like what that day was, like that sound. So Phil has an American cousin. Maybe. I mean, okay. He'd probably call them the colonies. I imagine that Uh, Phil is... Maybe it's just because of his namesake. I imagine that he's a very posh English man. He's very classist, probably a little bit racist, which is why I don't like him. Um, And would call the states the colonies. The colonies. Exactly like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's probably why that, like, scares me. Yeah. But what the host of that podcast did is that they, he actually like picked up his recorder and was like, do, 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 like playing back the sounds. And he heard it while they were on site and he noped the fuck out. Like he was like, (laughs) he was like, nope, I'm out. I'm not staying here. (laughs) And like you hear them talk about this on their episodes. And he's like, that was the scariest thing that's ever happened. So for people who are brave enough, you can book an overnight stay. I think it's like $130 a person or something. It's not expensive, but you do have to sign a waiver. And you <laughs> and, and you have to agree not to have any open flames, n- no Ouija boards. No attempts to cleanse the house or stage it. And you're also not allowed to have a seance. (laughs) Those are in the terms and conditions. I just... So... So you can come here and hang out with the dead peoples and get scratched up. Yeah, but don't but, have an open flame. But no don't candles. have an open flame. No candles. No seances. No Ouija board. To be fair, once again, this is a house from the 1800s. It would go up like a tinderbox. <laughs> like you don't want I, an open not, flame in a house like hey, that. I'm, I'm not seeing a downside to that part <laughs> of it, though. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah. Hi, so hi, hi, I don't know. Like it just the story gets me anyway. It freaks me out, and then like hearing that, and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> nope, 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 uh, nope. If I can't explain it, I don't want to participate. <laughs> no. Tony and Deborah have not lived in the house since the nineties. They stayed there for I think it was like twenty three months. They mm-hmm. lasted. Um, that might be a wrong number, but it's something like that. And even though they don't live there, they still experience fires, scratches, and more. They, so it this, followed them? Yeah. Well, a lot of people that have been there. So 
when I was looking this up, the first six pages of Google were um, podcasts and television shows and like paranormal groups that have been there and taken videos and things. And a lot of what they were saying was that they feel like something attaches to them and follows them. And then a lot of people also still, after they've left, they feel a draw back to that house. Like people will come back over and over and over again and get like a little bit obsessed with it. Um, Got a little hooks in them. And and so. So it's a crack house. (laughs) Paranormal crack house. Thank you very much. (laughs) There you go. Okay. Sorry. Give it its proper name. (laughs) <laughs> oh god um oh it's like Yikes. like ghost meth it yeah, just no, they yeah, do no, it once and they're yeah. hooked on it yeah, exactly and yeah. they just want to keep going back um and to get like, scratched up yeah that yeah. makes good sense um and people like it's mostly men that come in there and get scratched it happens to people and there's some real scary photos on google and anyway what happens often is that when people go in there and they're antagonistic towards the house or whatever's in there, that is when the Pikmins get activity. Like activity will flare up for them when there's people in the house being dickwads. So if you, so like if we went in there, they would probably, their house would catch on fire. Yeah. They would, they would basically just, yeah, they they would bleed to death basically. Especially if Tony's a hemophilia, because you have accused yeah. him of. Just saying, I, you know, there's got to be a reason. Yeah, I, that that is. Yeah. yeah. So Tony, to this day, is drawn back to the house. He feels like it's got a hold on him, and Does he he, go? he says that he he tries not to, but he says that he once woke up. And he was standing outside of the house. And it was the middle of January. There was snow on the ground. He doesn't know how he got there. He just woke up and was standing there. Uh, okay. Like a lot of this yeah, is, you know, you could take it as people telling yeah. a story that they want to tell to sell a book or to sell tickets to a house. The Pikmins yeah, do huh. not own the house. They don't. I don't believe that they get an income from people coming in and doing tours. But but they did they write lend, a book. And do they lend credibility to this and perpetuate it? And I think that there is an element of that. But I did a deep Facebook stalk of Deborah Pickman. Um, and she seems really genuine. And she she talks a lot about it. But not not enough that you go, oh, you're making this up. Most of her like Facebook posts are about her cat, which is super cute, by the way. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about this other than ick. <laughs> I know, right? It's super gross. But this, watching that sightings episode, as though I wasn't Scarred already. You for life. No. as it was a formative experience as though i wasn't already going to be a little bit into spooky stuff already just by nature because you guys um mr halloween i mean come on yeah um 
Dad's Halloween decorations were always off the rails. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but my father used to make small children cry and large children and, cry. And large, large teenage boys piss their pants. Yes. Yeah. People would drive past our house for the Halloween decorations every year. My father yeah. was insane in the membrane. Yes. Yes. He, yeah. Yeah. He is Mr. Halloween. There's so no like, doubt about that. I was always going to have like a little bit of a fascination with this, but it's like. Yeah, you were destined for it. But this is. destined this is, for the spooky. But like. You were. But like watching that episode, I just remember being like, holy shit, there's like television shows about stuff like this and I can watch them? <laughs> Not if your mother knows about it. <laughs> but I was Probably too scared to watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? I still, I tried to watch Are You Afraid of the Dark recently on YouTube and I still get like a little bit scared. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm a dork. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I don't watch the shit. There's a reason. I don't. Just no. It's not my thing. No. <laughs> so I feel like that there's a lot of room for debunking in this. But just because this is a family that is still very much alive and um. When I was listening to Astonishing Legends, like they have the Pikmin son in and they interviewed him. And it is, it, it makes me go to door number two on this. I yeah. just, I think that something. There's something to it. I don't think it's a little girl. God. No. I, that, I, I have a very hard time with that. Yeah. Uh, but. I mean, there's something to it. Now, what exactly is up in the air? And Atchison, Kansas, in general, is quite known for being really haunted. And some of the things that I was looking at were saying that it could be something to do with the fact that a lot of the houses are made out of limestone and limestone. I was going to ask the sandstone because the house, the the house that i was talking about they always make a big point of saying that it's on a sandstone foundation so is sandstone the same thing as limestone i, I honey i don't know i'm I just don't gonna know. perform the the google ritual the google magic is yeah. sand stone is sandstone metamorphic no <laughs> but it just um, i mean but they made a they they made a big point of mentioning that it was it, it was on a sandstone foundation as if that were of great significance yeah okay so sciencing.com says that um limestone is calcium carbonate sandstone is not defined by any one substance okay okay so, I, I so why is sandstone of such great? I don't know. I don't know, but limestone is supposedly like something that can amplify anything that's spooky going on. Okay, huh? Um, I had great plans to go into the theory of that, and then I was five pages in and thought, better not. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. There's some things that I can't wrap my head around how we would explain it away. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot of it that I think we can reason away, but. Oh, totally. Uh, you got a couple door number twos there that I'm not real happy about. And this, I felt scared while I was typing my notes. I'm such a chicken. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, and you know, I mean, I'm like the biggest chicken shit on the planet when it comes to stuff like this. Yeah. Which is why I try and debunk it so much. But yeah, no, this is creepy. Thanks for that. Oh, you're welcome. It's Halloween season, bitches. Yes, it is. We've reached (laughs) the happiest time of the year. (laughs) The most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, that's it. With those skeletons clanging and... Give me a little while to workshop this. I'll come up with something. Good. Yeah, do that. Come up with Mm -hmm. our Halloween song. That would be lovely. I will try not to (laughs) sing it because that was real bad. Yeah, well, Mm -hmm. it's entertaining. I don't think so. Uh, Oh, I do. I found it very entertaining, honey. You may be the only one and you are biased. Well, okay, but I still think it was entertaining. (laughs) Okay, well, um, if you want to find us, you can email us. Yes, you actually can. Yeah, that happened pod at gmail.com. So there's that. There it is. You can find us on Instagram at. Yeah, that happened pod. That's it. Facebook. Is at. Yeah, that happened okay and we've got a facebook group and you should join it and you should put up spooky interesting historical things and your best halloween decorations i'm dying to see if anybody can compete with your dad oh my gosh please put up your best halloween decorations and that's Um, they don't really do that here like it's not a thing that that is done here so much but but they do it in other places. Yeah. Or you could start a new trend there. Well, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. New Zealanders <laughs> don't get down with Halloween so much. We're so uh, lucky no, we live could... in a suburb that kind of does. There's like yeah. four streets that get on with it. Yeah. But, yeah. We've had some decent Halloweens there. Oh, for sure. Okay. Cool. Well. All of the news that's fit to print. It is. Please do leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you can, because it really does help. And if we get more reviews, we can make people pay us to tell them how much we love them. Uh, <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> no, it's it's not, but it's a But if idea. we can do something like that, then we can be more regular with this because we won't have to work around my work schedule quite as much yeah true which has been the thing and you not being able to record where you are very easily because you have to watch your language yes exactly Mm -hmm. it it really does kind of put a crimp in things i was impressed that you got confoculation in there though well done well that's that's i i thought so It's a fabulous word, isn't it? It really is. I love it. And I'm going to try to use it in my vocabulary from here on out. See, I'm there for you, baby. (laughs) (laughs) 
what more could one ask for in a mother? This is very true. Oh, God. All right. So is that us? That is us. Thanks for listening to listening all, to all the worthless, <laughs> worthless shit, shit we, we know. Are. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Oh, we did it. We did it. Yay. (laughs) Oh, my God. Gosh, your one was quite spooky, though, wasn't it? Uh, It was unusual. But, yeah, one of the people there said that, uh, or the homeowner said that she had some visitors drop by one time, uh, mother and daughter, and uh, they had seen uh, the mother, or the mother and daughter were upstairs in a bathroom, I think it was, and... uh, some some woman appeared to them and then disappeared. <laughs> they came downstairs and wondered to know who had followed them up. And she was like, and no one. 16-year-old girl said, nope. She noped back out. <laughs> the Why didn't said, you say this when we were recording? Well, I forgot about it till just I just looked down a minute ago and thought about it. But oh yeah, my God, that's was, so scary. It was just weird. There's just so much weirdness. And again, you know, how much is attention seeking, you know? Mm, Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, I I am definitely staying out of Atchison, Kansas. (laughs) Nope.